it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to another episode of Witness Radio, the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. As usual, go to witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes and to leave feedback. We're also on Facebook. This past weekend, Brittany Maynard, a 29-year-old female suffering from brain cancer, followed through with her plans to take her own life via a lethal prescription. She wanted to go her way, not the way the disease wanted to take her. In the month leading up to her death, Brittany Maynard became a household name. On Saturday, she went through with the decision that she'd shared with the world, choosing to end her own life. On Saturday, Brittany Maynard took her own life, using medicine legally prescribed to her by a doctor. She was only 29 years old. She had terminal brain cancer. So after getting married is when I first started experiencing the headaches, and they were quite severe. And I didn't understand them because I had never had anything like that before in my life. Right when I was diagnosed, my husband and I were actively trying for a family, which is heartbreaking for us both. I was diagnosed with cancer and told I was terminally ill. I hope to enjoy however many days I have left on this beautiful earth and spend as much of it outside as I can surrounded by those I love. I hope to pass in peace. It's not my job to tell her how to live, and it's not my job to tell her how to die. It's my job to love her through it. Well, if all my dreams came true, I would somehow uh, survive this. but um, I most likely won't. My goal, of course, is to influence this policy for positive change, um, and I would like to see all Americans have access to the same healthcare rights. So if November 2nd comes along and I've passed, I hope my family is still proud of me and the choices I made. The reason to consider life and what's of value is to make sure you're not missing out. Seize the day. What's important to you? What do you care about? What matters? Pursue that. Forget the rest. So did Brittany do the right thing? Did she do what was best? Well, she shares in her videos how she led a great life and has no regrets. But none of that matters now. You see, the Bible says, It is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Hebrews 9.27 So immediately after taking her final breath, Brittany Maynard stood before Almighty God as he looked over the course of her short life. God saw every exciting moment in her life, all the adventures and experiences. But more importantly, 
God saw every lie she ever told, every time she took the Lord's name in vain. All instances of sin throughout her life. Of course, God also saw what's most important. Whether or not she repented of those sins and placed her faith in Jesus Christ. Should someone be allowed to take their own life? I mean, it is their life, but I would hope they wouldn't like think that's a be- the best decision. So, well, so now, say uh, you were standing in front of Brittany Maynard before she uh, did whatever it was she did to kill herself. Uh, what what final words would you give to her? Uh, would you say? go for it or would you tell her to stop what what would you say to her I would tell her that there's probably a better way like not you probably shouldn't kill yourself there's got to be some reason not to and but in the end it would have been her decision I mean I can't tell her what to do with her life now uh, suicide a lot of people consider that to be the same as murder uh, because you're taking someone's life it's your life but it's still someone's life what do you think do you think that should be considered the same as murder um probably not i mean i feel like murder usually goes kind of hand in hand with taking someone else's life and i feel like just based on someone's own personal rights they can choose what they to do what they want with their own life like no one can really tell them what to do just like no one could tell you or me what to do or say about anything where we have our own thoughts so really it's it's different what what about uh the laws that that are in place i mean the, they they tell us what we can and can't do so wouldn't it wouldn't the same apply yeah that's kind of my thing like when i when i think about the laws i think of them more suggestions that pretty much everyone's gonna follow anyway like with the law for a If you murder someone, you're going to get in trouble. Well, really, if you're just a good person, you probably aren't going to murder someone. And for a lot of that stuff, like, it's... The laws, a lot of them are suggestions. You probably should follow them just because you should. Well, I don't know if they're suggestions. I mean, there's a punishment if you break the law. So not really a suggestion. You know, a suggestion implies that nothing happens if you decide to not obey. Yeah, like that's kind of where the gray area falls. Like, there's the way I look at it, there's suggestions that really you need to follow, but in the end, really, you should be following them not because someone tells you you have to, but because you think that's the right thing to do. Like, I'm not going to go and rob a store just because I want to rob a store. That doesn't seem like a good thing to do. Gotcha. Well, what if... uh someone came up to you and said, you know, I'm okay with robbing, you know, people and stores and everything. In fact, give me your wallet. I'm going to take it and run. Now, you can't, according to what you were saying, you can't really tell me that I can't do that because then you'd be telling me what I can and cannot do with my own life. Well, I couldn't tell you you couldn't do that. I could say I'm not going to let you do that. Or I could say, like, if you do that, you're gonna get in trouble. Like, that's kind of why we have laws. So that, so for those people who think it's okay to do that sort of thing, they, it's 
while it's not okay to do this, that sort of thing, they get in trouble if they do. But if it's just a suggestion, it shouldn't be a problem, right? Right, but, like, a suggestion's probably not the best word, but that's sort of the feeling, like, it's a personal thing, like, I don't, I follow the law not because I'm told to, but because it's the right thing to do, and someone, if someone else didn't, then they would have to, like, think to themselves, okay, I know this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm gonna do it anyway, and there's gonna be repercussions that go along with it. And, I mean, if everyone thought, okay, the law is the law, I'm not going to break it, then there would be no crime anywhere. This is true, and that would be a wonderful thing. Now, Sam, uh, to switch gears for a little bit, uh, you had said uh, a few minutes ago about something about being a a good person, you won't break the law and everything like that. Uh, What about you? How do you think you're doing? Do you think you're a good person? I, I think I'm a good person. I mean, I've... I don't see much I've done wrong. I try to do as much good for people as I can, put others before myself, and overall I just feel like I'm doing good for other people. Okay, Sam, I'm going to put you on the hot spot, okay? We're going to take you through the good person test. Okay, it's a series of questions, see whether or not you are uh, guilty, okay? Uh, How many lies have you told in your whole life? A rough estimate. A lot. What do you call someone who tells a lot of lies? Some, a, a liar, but I mean, there's varying levels. Like, I know I've told a lot of lies, but I, when I do, I've always thought that if I'm, I should tell the truth, but if I'm going to lie, it's going to be, it's about something that doesn't matter. Like, I'll tell someone, hey, I was the first man on the moon. It's not true, but I said it, and wouldn't necessarily consider myself to be a liar because of that because in the end I will end up telling that hey it's not true but I said it anyway okay let me uh, let me try and make it clear to you okay uh, say I go and I, I rape one one girl okay what would you call me if I raped one girl a rapist what would you call me if I raped 10 girls still a rapist what would you call me if I raped a hundred girls? Still a rapist. So how many lies do you have to tell to be considered a liar? Well, by that logic, just one. Okay. So next one, Sam. Uh, have you ever stolen anything, even something small? Um, I probably, but like, the most probable thing I can think of is there was something that was mine when I was a little kid and my mom took it away from me and I wanted it back so I just kind of took it back I mean I tr- well that's not stealing yeah. Th- that's just disobeying your parents yeah so I don't I can't think of a time I've ever taken something that's not mine I it's one of those things I it, I feel that's a wrong thing to do and that it, maybe there was some time when I was little where I didn't really have any can't remember that I might have accidentally like just taken a candy bar from a store and then not knowing what I was doing but since I can remember since I've known what I've like what I've been doing I can't think of a time okay well let's move on uh have you ever used uh God or Jesus or Christ uh like a curse word or in a derogatory way I mean yeah I probably have but at the same time it's 
I'm it's more I'm using the word not who it's representing like if it if they had a different name I would use a different name just to kind of get a point across but not actually trying to say it about them so uh to sum that up basically you use it like it's just a word not like it's their name yeah that's called blasphemy Uh, that's a very serious offense in the eyes of god to take his name in vain Uh, to take it in vain is to attribute to it no meaning or a meaning that is not uh the true meaning so that one's wrong uh last one this is the big one have uh the Bible says, do not commit adultery. But uh, Jesus took it a step further. He said, whoever looks with lust has committed adultery already in his heart. What about you? Have you ever looked with lust? Yeah. Okay. So, Sam, I'm going to tally up your score here. You've admitted to me that you're a lying, blaspheming, adulterate at heart, and you've dishonored your parents because you disobeyed them. Yeah. So... What I just used was some of the Ten Commandments, uh, which everybody pretty much says, yeah, that's a good moral standard, good rules that everyone should follow. Uh, So, according to that, you're guilty of breaking at least four of God's Ten Commandments. So, the big question is, if God were to judge you today based on that standard, do you think you would be innocent or guilty in his eyes? I'm... That's, it's a hard question because <clears throat> I can't really think of anyone who would be completely innocent. So. Right, but we're focused on you now. Yeah, I mean, by that scale, probably not, but I don't really know. Okay, so you, probably not as in you'd probably be guilty or probably be innocent? I'd probably be guilty, but again, I'm not God. I don't know what he thinks okay uh do you think uh being guilty do you think god would send you to heaven or to hell i would hope to heaven because like like i've said for the most part i've done i've been a good person and i may have messed up a couple times but for the most part i feel that shouldn't determine everything everyone's gonna mess up a little it's well, everyone's going to mess up a little, but you know, according to what you said, you, you've messed up a lot. You, you're a liar. You're a blasphemer. You, you've looked with lust. You've disobeyed your parents. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. That's four out of the Ten Commandments. We could keep going if you like. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I'll save you the trouble. You know, your Bible says you're guilty, and here's what the Bible actually says. It says, uh, "All liars will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death." It also says that uh, blasphemers, he will not hold you guiltless for taking his name in vain. Uh, dishonoring your parents, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. You know, so that's very serious bad news. You know, and, and you say that you're a good person, but the truth is, you're not. You're like the rest of us. The Bible says there are none good, not one. So, knowing, Sam, that uh, you would be guilty on Judgment Day, and the Bible says that your punishment would be an eternity in hell. Does that concern you at all? I mean, it does, but at the same time, it doesn't. Like, where I'm going to end up shouldn't... I don't think it should affect how I act now. Like, if I'm... As long as I'm being a good person, it to me, it really doesn't matter what happens afterwards because what I'm doing now is 
overall helping a lot. I feel like it's helping the people I come in contact with. Well, you, you may be nice enough to help some people, but you know, you're still sinning against a holy and righteous God that can throw you into the lake of fire for all of eternity. I, you think about our life here. How old are you right now? 18. You're 18. How, how long do you think you're going to live? Maybe 80-ish. Okay, that's if you don't get hit by a bus tonight, right? Yeah. Okay, so maybe 80 years here on Earth. And then you got eternity, which is an eternity longer than our life here on Earth. It's so important to make sure that we know where we're going and to uh, find out whether or not there's a way to escape hell uh, so that you know we won't burn for for eternity forever you know forever is forever there there's no end no ceasing to it um, let me give you an example have you ever uh, burned yourself like with a lighter or a stovetop or anything I mean on accident but right so did you enjoy that not really kind of hurt okay now imagine that pain magnified a bajillion times for all of eternity. Would you enjoy that? No. Okay. So now, if there was a way to escape that fate, which you are destined to go to right now, if there were a way, if there were a way to escape that, would you want the information? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. Well, he, here's the information, okay? Jesus, the Son of God, God in the flesh even, he came to this earth. He was born of a virgin. He never sinned. He never lied. He never used God's name in vain. He never looked with lust. He never dishonored his parents. He was perfect and holy and righteous and sinless. But even though he was perfect and never broke the law, they tried him like a criminal. And they punished him. They whipped him and beat him. They ripped his beard out of his chin. I mean, it wasn't like a a shave and a haircut. It was plucking it, ripping it straight out. Um, And then they put him up on a cross. You know, they put nails in his hands and his feet, hanging him there. And he died on that cross. Now, why did he die on that cross? Was it because he deserved it? Probably not. No, absolutely not. He, He didn't deserve it. He wasn't a criminal. He never broke the law. But, see, he was on that cross dying... Not because he deserved it, but because you deserve it. You deserve to die, and I deserve to die. But Jesus took our place. He paid our fine, so to speak, when he died on that cross. But the best part is this. He didn't stay dead. Three days later, he rose from the grave, defeating death and hell. And he offers you, Sam, an opportunity to have eternal life, to escape hell. He says you need to repent which means to turn away from your sin, not just be sorry, not just confess, but to turn away from your sin and to put your trust in Jesus Christ alone to be saved. Trust in him and what he did on the cross, and God will grant you eternal life. He will give you a new heart with new desires. You'll no longer desire to sin. You'll desire to do the will of the one who saved you, God. Now, does that make any sense to you at all? Yeah, it does. So, any... Uh, any questions about anything I just talked to you about? I mean, not really. It makes a lot of sense. And my roommate, he reads the Bible a lot. He's very religious, so I've talked to him. And 
Well, well no, I'm not talking about being religious and, and following, you know, certain way to live and everything. I'm talking about a complete life transformation. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, Jesus, when he was here on this earth, he said, in order to see the kingdom of God, in order to go to heaven, you need to be born again. Now, that's an outrageous, a radical statement. I mean, how can we be born again? Someone named Nicodemus even asked him, he's like, do I go into my mother's womb a second time? No. It is when we turn from our sin and put our trust in Jesus, we are recreated. You know, it's like we are a totally new person. Ask anyone who knew me before I was saved. They'll tell you I am not the same person today that I was back then. I, I was a horrible person back then. I'm still a horrible person, not as bad, but still a horrible person, but I, at least now I know I'm going to heaven. Uh, but listen, it's so important to get right with God now, because the Bible says it's appointed for man once to die, and after that, the judgment. There's no second chance once you die. And remember, we were talking about how you may have 80 years, you may have 80 seconds left to live on this earth. So you need to get right with God right away, before it's too late. While I cannot say conclusively that Brittany never did that, her decision to murder herself causes me to think that she was not saved. And unfortunately, Brittany Maynard now resides in the eternal lake of fire. It pains me to say that, but sadly, it is the truth. Brittany wanted to die with dignity. But what comfort is that to her now? If we take an honest look at Brittany's actions, we see that she was breaking the first and second commandments by putting herself above God and making herself to be God. Now you're probably asking yourself how I came to that conclusion. Well, let's go to scripture. Job 12 verse 10 says, In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. In God's hand is life, is the life of every living thing. And 1 Samuel 2.6 states, The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. So you see, God is in control of when we die, not us. Even if you decide to commit suicide like Brittany did, God knows your plans and he chooses to let you die or keep you alive. Brittany tried to play God by taking her own life. But now she realizes that her life was entirely in God's hands. We're asking people about Brittany Maynard, the girl who uh, committed suicide because she was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, she decided to take uh, take her life with, with some suicide pills. And I guess in Oregon, where she lived, that that's okay. It, it's not against the law to do that. What are your thoughts on, on, on the whole situation? I think that she could have used her last moments to do something more worthy of her time than just go now because God didn't take her now. He was going to take her in a little while. So I think that she should have at least set her everything straight just a little bit longer. 
before she just left. So, now, do you think that it is okay for people to uh, commit suicide? Do you think that something that should be legal, or do you think it should be illegal like it is here in Ohio? I think that it depends on what the reasons are, because if, if they're terminally ill and they're going to die anyways... I believe it's okay for them to take it instead of suffer, but otherwise, no, it, it shouldn't be legal at all. Well, now, Brittany Maynard, she said that she was suffering, and that's why she decided to commit suicide. So that, that's kind of a contradiction uh, of statements oh, there. Yeah, yeah, she said she was suffering. But uh, why not just wait? I mean, since you're dying, you're going to die anyway, uh, why not just wait it out? I mean, if she if she was in pain, which I didn't know she was, then I suppose it justifies her cause, her what she did. But it just depends on on how much she needed to get her life in order before she just left. So now, do you think uh, suicide would be uh, considered the same as murder? No. Okay. Why not? Because uh, some people say it is because it's taking another human being's life I mean you're taking your own life and even though even though it is life is valuable if it's if if I, I, I think it's just you're in charge of it so if you think that it's time for you to go if you're going to be going anyways and you're in pain I think that suicide isn't murder because it's, you're just ending your own pain and you're not hurting anyone else from it if you're already going to die. Well, I, I would beg to differ with you on, on not hurting anyone else because of it. I, I think she probably hurt a lot of people, family and friends, uh, when she decided to do this. I mean, uh, a lot of people suffer uh, from depression because their loved ones uh, decide to take their own lives, be, you know, with suicide. Yeah, but she was she was going to die anyways, and they were going to have to say goodbye eventually. That's one thing she should have done first was say her goodbyes and have everything in order. But otherwise, they would have had to say goodbye either way. Well, now, doesn't everyone die? Yeah. So, shouldn't would why why is her dying more uh, acceptable than than say you dying or me dying? Because she was in pain. Well, a lot of people say that uh, you can be in pain, uh, you know, even though you don't have cancer, you know, uh, emotional pain. Uh, some people say that uh, taking a big test is very painful. Uh, so what, what's, that, what's the standard of how much pain or where, where is it all of a sudden okay to, to kill yourself? Whether or not you can fix yourself or the pain, because if, if I was having emotional pain... I could get help for it, but hers was terminally diagnosed, so she couldn't get help for it. So now, uh, Hero, right? Yeah. Okay, Hero. Uh, if you were in the hospital room with Brittany Maynard, uh, you know, moments before she's going to take the pill to, to take her own life, what would you say to her? If she was sure that she was ready, and if everyone else was had said their goodbyes, I would say it's up to it's it's her decision. I can't stop her from doing it if that's what she really wanted. 
Okay. So now, Hira, do you... Uh, totally switching gears here. Do you consider yourself to be a good person? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Uh, quick test for you. Uh, how many lies have you told in your whole life? How many, sorry? How many lies have you told in your whole life? How many lies? Well, I wouldn't know. I have no idea. But you have lied. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you ever stolen anything? No. You just said you were you lied, so I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> I haven't stolen anything tangible or material. Oh, okay. So you've stolen stuff that's immaterial? Well, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, just the definition of stealing. I haven't done that, and I wouldn't know otherwise if I have. Okay, I'll, I'll let you slide. I'll let you slide. <laughs> All right, so one more uh, real quick. Um, the Bible says uh, do not murder. Uh, but the Bible also took it a step further. It said if you hate someone or if you speak angrily towards someone, that it's the same as committing murder in your heart. Have you ever done that one before? Um, I'm not going to lie, I have. I have talked illy of somebody, but... I tend to let it go, so it's never anything too serious. Well, the Bible makes it clear that it is serious. I mean, it says that it's the same as murder. You know, even if you regret murdering someone after the fact, you still murdered them, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, based on the three questions I just asked you, I was using the Ten Commandments, and you've admitted to me that you are a lying murderer at heart. (laughs) So. So, Hira, it doesn't sound like you're a good person. It sounds like you're, like you're the rest of uh, one of the rest of us. Uh, you know, the Bible actually says that there are none good. So it was it was a trick question. Okay. 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 So, Hira, uh, getting serious now. If you were to die today, and stand before God on Judgment Day, and He looked at your whole life and saw every time you broke His law, the Ten Commandments, do you think you would be innocent or guilty? Well, if he just looked at the bad, I'd probably be guilty, but there is good that outweighs it. I'm not sure how it works exactly. Well, now, try that in a court of law. Say someone is uh, guilty of murdering someone, but then they also fed the homeless. So does the good outweigh the bad there? No, it doesn't. Well, yeah, it doesn't. You still get get punished for the bad stuff, no matter how much good you did, right? Yeah. So, Hera... um, Knowing that you would be guilty before God, do you think God would send you to heaven or to hell when you die? Well, I guess that depends on what you believe in, because I was raised to believe something else. I was raised as a Muslim, which we believe that you pay your time in hell for as much bad that you did do, but eventually everyone goes to heaven. So we don't believe that we just stay in hell. So I, th- I still believe that. I still believe it would be that way. Okay. Well, now, the uh, Bible says uh, that hell is eternal. That it, it's eternal punishment. Eternal lake of fire. And it says all liars will go there. No matter how many lies it is, if it's just one or if it's a million. All liars will go to hell. And it says that uh, um, murderers will not inherit the kingdom of God. Will not go to heaven. So, so we're going to be late to our group session. Okay. Done? Almost done. Almost done. So here, a real quick. Yeah. Knowing that the Bible says, whether you believe it's true or not, 
knowing that the Bible says that you would go to hell if you died today, does that concern you? Would you want to know an escape route to get out of hell and go to heaven? I mean, I suppose. Well, listen, um, I know the Muslim faith teaches something different about Jesus, but here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that Jesus was God in the flesh and that he lived a perfect, sinless life and he died on the cross, not because he deserved it, but because you deserve it and I deserve it and everybody deserves it. He died on the cross to pay for the sins of mankind and he rose again on the third day. And the Bible says that it is by faith we can be saved. Not by anything we do. We can't work our way to heaven. It is only through what Jesus did on the cross. And he says if you repent, turn away from your sin, put your trust in him and him alone, you can be saved. If you're struggling with suicidal thoughts, please seek help from a certified biblical counselor. Go to biblicalcounseling.com to find one in your area. Remember that God is in control and that suicide will not end your suffering. The psalmist writes, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Do you have the unspeakable joy that can only be found in Jesus Christ? Granted, that doesn't mean that Christians don't feel sadness or even depression, but we have hope and joy because we know that Jesus has saved us from the wrath of God and from an eternity in hell. Please, turn away from your sins. Even if you've only thought about suicide, it's the same as murder in God's sight. Place your trust in Jesus Christ alone, the one who died on the cross to pay the penalty for your sins and rose from the grave three days later. He defeated death and offers you eternal life today. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.